welcome to Splatter Chatter, where October never dies. I am Miss Mel. And I am Mr. Craigers. Mr. Craigers. And we are uh, inviting you to, to celebrate our, our, our birthday with us. You're invited one. to a birthday party. You are. We share a birthday. It is, by the time this is going up, it will be tomorrow. Um, but we wanted to do, Craig had the idea of doing a podcast. He, he suggested a couple different films we could talk about. We went with the great gem of 1981, Bloody Birthday. Bloody Birthday. Which, if you have not heard of it, I'm not surprised. It was like an uber limited release film. It is the most, I don't know how it doesn't have a cult following. I know, right? Because it's one of those films that very much is so weird and so just strange that you think somebody out there somewhere like formed a group of people who who collectively enjoy this film and watch it at midnight or something like Rocky Horror style, but it is I could totally see that. <laughs> the entire thing is on YouTube if you haven't seen it. Um Mm-hmm. As well as the trailer. The trailer. Yeah, we're gonna do a fun thing also that Craig suggested where we're going to commentate on the trailer um and we'll provide a link for you to watch the trailer and then listen to our commentary and enjoy all that good stuff uh but for those of you who don't know this movie is about three children (laughs) all born on the same day in the same hospital during a an eclipse but it's like this we you find out it was a really weird it wasn't a normal eclipse. it was the strangest eclipse i've ever heard of but because of this eclipse of (laughs) A particular celestial body. <laughs> they were born like sociopaths, essentially, and they go yes. around murdering people in their town. <laughs> and that's about that's about it. The run of it. <laughs> that's a pretty much the run of it. Take a moment now, if you haven't yet, give us a pause and go check out the trailer on YouTube. You know, even if you haven't seen the all the whole thing you'll understand what we're about to talk about a lot better we'll give you a moment and there's there's no real (laughs) surprise or twist the trailer pretty much gives you everything you need to know the trailer pretty much gives you everything you need to know i love okay so so this eclipse or whatever that turns them into sociopaths in utero yeah in mid utero i guess since they're being born who knows it blocked like Saturn, I guess. The empathy planet, evidently. Which is which is apparently the empathy planet in astrology. We're told it like controls how you treat other people. Did did anyone fact check this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure as hell didn't. I you know there's so much that I was like. If I'm going to pick apart anything in this, it's not going to be that. <laughs> it's not going to be that. But I had some questions. <laughs> I'm, I don't know enough about astrology to be like, really? Really? <laughs> but okay. And so, <laughs> so this happens. That's our opening scene. It's not even really a scene. It's just kind of like a still shot of the hospital. And then, and then we just hear... You hear birth happening. You hear the births happening. It's a boy. It's a girl. It's a boy. Yeah. And then we jump like 10 years later. While watching this like stupid eclipse the happen. The slow progression of There's the no eclipse. fade or anything. It's just uh-uh. 
weird cuts as the eclipse happens and then it stops oh. happening. And then we jump and it's 10 years later. Um, and in the graveyard, everyone apparently hangs out in uh, literally because a girl later says, Johnny, I go to that graveyard all the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. So there's this scene that we, well, we kind of open with, it's like our second opening scene where there's this couple making out in the graveyard and, um, then they just like, that's, that's uncomfortable for the girl. But what, what the solution comfortable for her is to have some open grave sex. Yeah. They just like. She wanted privacy, so they plopped down in the privacy. grave. They literally jump in a hole six feet under. And before you know it, our gentleman friend is getting wailed in the head <laughs> with a shovel. Not before someone uh, in, a, in a lovely twist of humor dumps some dirt on them mm-hmm. with said shovel. With said shovel. And then just takes them out. Takes them out. And then she's getting garroted with a jump rope. And um, he, the guy, and then the guy like jumps up at one point, like he's miraculously okay yeah, again. Yeah, but then he's not. And then the shovel just comes into frame again really quickly <laughs> and like dashes his head Which in. You have to think, okay, they're in oh, a grave. The way the shovel is like being manipulated <laughs> and entering frame does not quite. <laughs> It really doesn't make sense. And then you know, then of course, once they're both dispatched, you know, they're 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 buried in the grave and stuff or whatever. But evidently half pretty half-assed because like the next morning everybody knows about it. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, those two got murdered in the graveyard. <laughs> and the sheriff's like going around because the murder weapon <laughs> he has the murder weapon with him because part of the jump rope falls off and he like takes it to the elementary school and he's like did anybody find a jump rope y'all kids know what murder means he's like insinuating to these kids that they had something to do with it knew somebody he immediately assumes it was a child and he's not wrong but like he's isn't he <laughs> because you know like <clears throat> Go figure, our three sociopaths who are now coming up on their 10th birthday, the, they are the ones responsible for these murders and all the murders that subsequently happened in the town of Meadowvale. They have the bitchiest teacher in history. <laughs> they do. They do have the bitchiest teacher in history. She, the part where... <laughs> The scene in the classroom, like after the sheriff leaves, and when the bell she like breaks. she's like and dismiss, like she, she's like the bell does not dismiss you. It is just a signal for me to dismiss you. Which we've all had that teacher because right? it was their one way of exerting their power over a classroom of twenty five other human beings. <laughs> and little doesn't dismiss at that. I dismiss. It was funny because one time we actually talked in my psych class in high school about how, um, if we wanted to, like, you know, the students outnumber the teachers like twenty five to one. So literally, if we all decided to just get up and walk out, the teachers couldn't really do anything about it. Shit. Like they're literally just relying on the obedience. Order. Yeah, the social <laughs> order and obedience of of kids. So I think about that a lot. <laughs> They should have done that to that bitch teacher. Um, that that was uh, Susan Stroudsburg mm-hmm. played the teacher 
Um, she's like a really famous acting coach. So it's like really weird to see her being so awful in this movie. <laughs> Not that like the character was awful. She was just doing she a bad just... acting job. <laughs> um, her husband, Lee Strauss work, he was the one who started the actor's studio. Inside the actor's studio. Fun fact. For those of you not in the know, fun fact there. I imagine they ran lines together when she was prepping for this. Apparently not enough. No. <laughs> oh, boy. So after the teacher insinuates that the classroom full of children are somehow... He asked them. It wasn't even that he, he straight up was like, have any of you seen the other... Do you have the other half of this? Like, he, the he asked it very, very, like, straightforward. Like, oh, do any of you have, happen to have the, like, handle like a jump rope handle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, do you have it? Like, thinking, like, not that they're the murderers, not that they're involved. He just wants to know if they have the handle. Just, just if they have it. Um, and then the th- our three children go up to the teacher and ask if they can have off next week for the entire <laughs> next class. Monday. Next Monday, they want off because it's their birthday. <laughs> they all have the same birthday, and they want all the class to be there. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, which, which? <laughs> can we jump ahead and talk about the actual birthday party scene here? <laughs> There's so much build up to it. There is, and there- and absolutely nothing happens because they're it. like everyone's going to be there, and then. <laughs> And Mel's not wrong. The entire fucking town comes to these, this trifecta birthday this party. trifecta birthday party because, God forbid, three babies were born in a hospital on the yes, same day. Yes, so these kids are apparently hot shit. And there's no blood. There's no blood at the bloody birthday birthday. No. <laughs> Whatsoever. Um, so I just, I just had to comment on that. So, yeah, so they ask her if they can have, if the whole class can, like, not have homework or have the day off or something. I don't know. And Something she's really like, stupid, and she's like, "No." She's like, "No, fuck off." And then, like, you can tell in that literally, moment, they no, what, little their little smiles, and then it's like, "Oh, she's on the shit list now." What they what they say to her, they're like, "But it's our birthday, and we want everyone to be there for the party." And she was like, "A party is not more important than homework." And like the first time I watched it, I was convinced she was going to be like, "Your birthday is not more important than homework." <laughs> it's not more important, than <laughs> which is what she was really thinking. Oh yeah, because oh, she's yeah. you know a massive bitch teacher, but she is a massive bitch. They take it with you know grace, grace and style. They give their little angelic smiles and mm-hmm. and oh my god, I hated these kids. These they are such little bastards. It's unbelievable. They're and the girl, the little freaking ringleader, Debbie. Debbie was um, she's just she's she's. I wanted to kick her teeth in. She's awful. She is awful. So they decide to continue their murder spree. Well, they go yeah. home first. Well, they yeah, <laughs> yeah. That day, later uh, that day, little Debbie decides it's time to off Dad, who Dad happens to be the sheriff. Asking about the jump ropes. This is not before, by the way. She lets her two birthday buddies pay mm-hmm. her thirty. For 35 cents to watch her sister change, perform her yeah. weird personal strip tease or whatever it was. So fucking Debbie, a little, little madam. Perved a little she glory this, hole in her oh, sister's. Yeah. She's got this perv hole in her closet. And, it's, and it is not little. It is like a huge fucking hole. I have no idea how her sister never noticed this. And it's very circular. It's very purposeful. It is. And so she charges like her 
murder buddies and like her other kids from school to come over and like spy on her older sister Beverly like while she undresses um which you know as all teenagers do in 80s slashers she undresses like she's you know at a strip club (laughs) dances about dances about and whatnot and like stares at herself for an excessive amount of time topless while dancing in the mirror Uh And, you know, and everyone, you know, and they're taking turns at the perv hole. Before she puts on her, um, her red 80s jumpsuit <laughs> outfit. Yeah. It's her friend. And then she goes to, to go hang out with her friend, who's kind of our, our, our main character. I don't even know who the main character she, was supposed to be. She shows up because the bitch teacher is a bitch to her, too, because she shows up for class the day the sheriff is asking them about the jump right. rope. And it's like, like, she's doing, like, some sort of, like, service. Civic. civics class or something or whatever her name is joyce by the way what yeah teenager is you know whose name joyce is literally my grandmother that is my grandmother's name (laughs) and so we've got joyce who is like our clearly our laurie strode stand-in played by laurie no yeah played by laurie levin she's like she's wearing jeans up to her tits She's got like the, co- the collared, the frilly collared, like yeah, sweater the frilly collar with like the doily collar. Um, I, let's take a moment. Like, there was a lot of Halloween parallels in, in, in this movie. There's, there's literally the scene where um, slutty sister and Lori Lethman are like walking down the street, mm-hmm. the tree lines. Yeah. It's, it's like straight out of Halloween. And not, yeah. And that and even like 100% Laurie Strode. Yeah. The and she has like, you know, the more adventurous friend whose dad is a cop. Yeah. Just like in Halloween. Laurie had the more adventurous uh, friend. Which, you know, a lot of slashers were doing that, especially in the early eighties. And this is 1981 and Halloween was 1978. But I was just, I just, it was just very apparent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and it's not to say that Halloween has, like, a monopoly on, like, shots of you walking down a suburban street. But when it's a slasher and you've got two teenage (laughs) girls walking together down a suburban street with a plethora of trees in the background. (laughs) And the cop car pulls up. the cop car pulls up. Like, come now. It's just, like... I was tempted to like pop in Halloween and see if some of the dialogue was lifted too. Like, oh my gosh. I did that with Avatar and um, uh, Fern, Fern Gully. Gully, which it was. <laughs> same where, story. For one scene, this dialogue is literally the same in the scene where they like find out that he works for the company or whatever and they flip on him. It's literally the same movie. But we all Never know that at that. James Cameron is actually not that good of a filmmaker. He's raising the bar. <laughs> We stand by that at Splatter Chatter. Bring controversial opinions. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. So. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. Well, please. <laughs> no, she's going to say. So this movie, 1981, right? Yes. This movie d- did not feel like an 80s movie. It was still very 70s. It felt very 70s. Like mid-70s. It felt very much like um, you know? Last House on the Left. Um, yeah, like it had very that like kind of seventies like pre slasher like m- crazy murder serial films. The the birthday party scene where like you were kind of seeing the whole town together and like there were like shots of 
the adults talking and the kids playing and eating cake. It reminded me of like Jaws. Yeah. Even the opening of Jaws 2 and stuff yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, the merry small this town. This is a movie that is a hodgepodge uh, of a lot of other movies. Yeah. <laughs> because even that opening with the, with the um, eclipse is super reminiscent of The Omen. Like, just the yeah. entire tone of it. Even with their weird bullshit explanation later like that entire opening with the birth and the celestial body and all of that stuff felt very yeah it did and it's not this isn't a bad movie it's not a good movie but it's not bad it's it's so it's weird yeah you know like the the tone is weird the plot is weird it's like a dark comedy is just kind of weird I yeah, but it's not bad. No, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is fun, which is why we were having some birthday fun with bloody birthday. We were bloody birthday. But my favorite. So she decides after the glory hole thing, it's time to kill dad. Right. So she sets up. They very precariously place a skateboard on the steps, and she calls her dad to come show him something. And he steps right over the skateboard and is like, "Oh, what did you want to see?" And they're like, oh. And then they just take him out. They just take him out. The skateboard he, didn't work. Because he steps over the skateboard and then... Because he wouldn't they're like, think, let me step over the skateboard. Well, plan B. So they wail on him. The the one kid, the blonde little Aryan boy. Yeah. Like, wails on him with that baseball bat. And then they pass it off as like an accident. Like she yeah. calls for the mom. And she, Daddy slipped. Little and Timmy like, sees. Yeah. And he's like, what happened? And she's like... Mom. Mom. <laughs> Here's my question. They were wailing on him. They, they, they beat him to death, essentially, yeah. with the baseball bat. How do you pass that off as, a, as an accident? Especially... It's not like he tripped down a marble staircase. It was just like the three steps on their back porch. Yeah. <laughs> and then but they, I, like, get his, like, his body's, like, precariously placed, like, on the stairwell. <laughs> to like look as though and there's like no blood look splatter blood. or anything nothing like, not and everyone just takes it at face value they're like yeah that's what happened that's what happened he it fell sucks. backwards towards yeah, the stairs and our and our other protagonist little timmy another similarity to halloween the little boy and then it was tommy tommy mm. doyle now we have timmy um who is um goody two shoes Jeans up to her tits, Lori Lithen's little brother. He sees the aftermath of Sheriff Dad's murder. He doesn't quite piece it together that something not right went on, but they take it upon themselves. They're like, well, this motherfucker's next. So they lock him in a refrigerator in the junkyard when they're playing hide and seek. And to his credit, he was quite resourceful. MacGyvered himself. Uh, he MacGyvers himself out. <laughs> so I love when he gets home and he like tells his sister, he tells her that he was in the fridge. She's just like, yeah, no, okay. Don't go to the junkyard anymore. Well, just, wasn't he, he crawls in the window at the beginning of the movie too, doesn't he? Yeah. And his sister was it's, like, what are you doing? And he was like feeding the dog or something. Uh, and she was like, well, why? <laughs> Set it up to make it make you think, oh, maybe he was in the graveyard killing our horny teens. Um, no, he was just climbing through windows. But no, he was literally just feeding the dog. He was just being weird about it. Yeah. 
Because he's like, yeah, no, I got locked out. And she's like, okay, that sounds fake, but okay. And right. it's never touched upon. Uh, did you see those knee socks he was wearing? Yep. The one scene? I was like, yes! The fashion in some of these older movies is like 40% of the reason why I watch them sometimes. Okay, our friend Psycho Debbie, the little ringleader of the mm-hmm. murder children, she had a very questionably short skirt on. <laughs> for a big portion of this movie. I'm like, this is weird. This is weird for a 10-year-old to have a skirt this short. And then you're like, is it orphan? Is she secretly, like, 35? (laughs) She's actually the mom. (laughs) Of the orphan. Of the orphan. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, little Timmy gets free. His sister does not care that he was locked in in a fridge. Nope. <clears throat> or a freezer or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> then what happens after that? The scene after that? Because I'm jumping to like the, What's t- a- the murder of the teacher. I think it is the murder of the teacher. So the teacher she who wouldn't like, let the, the entire classroom. class have off for <laughs> three <laughs> kids' birthday so. has to go. <clears throat> um, and they like shoot her with the sheriff's gun. Yo, yeah, because they put they pull the switcheroo or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember when that happens. They, but the one kid, Curtis, he has like a replica gun that he yeah. switches. What What was interesting about this movie, like with the kids running around holding guns, shooting people? There's no way that would fly today. You like if you're doing a killer kid movie, you're gonna have to give them knives or something else yeah. to work and stuff or whatever. Like there was no way they would show kids running around with guns today. So that was kind of like, oh, this is this Remember is the eighties when right when kids could murder, you know, with revolvers in the good old days. <laughs> and that kid, the kid who mostly has the gun, Curtis, he was like, oh, he was a smug little bastard. Yep. There's the, the scene where he, at one point, he's just like trolling. He's just like trolling around town looking for people to kill. <laughs> <laughs> Which, and that is part of the reason why I don't buy the Saturn bullshit because it's like, it's not that they lack empathy and they think, oh, if I hit you with my car, I'm not going to care. Like, they search out. These these I, these victims to murder, which is <laughs> you don't need a Saturn eclipse. It's just that. a serial killer, right? You're just unhinged. But 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 yeah, he has that like smug little smile hmm. when he like opens the door and the couple in the van and like shoots him and stuff. That girl had huge tits. I mean. Well, like huge nips. <laughs> it's like in Scream when um they put nips on the outside of Tatum's bra, yeah, in her death scene. In the death scene, because three seconds earlier in the party it was fine, and then she walks into the garage and like you it's see her there. bra strap, but then you also see nips. <laughs> but then you also see the nips. Oh my God, all right. Uh, that kid, I totally recognize that kid. The kid who played Curtis. I think he's in. He's one of the kids in Cujo. Uh, Billy Jane plays. Yeah, yeah, he is. And I think he's in one of the segments in Nightmares too. Interesting. Um, yeah, he was so yay murder though. You're right. Like <laughs> he was just like a straight up psychopath. <laughs> I was born without 
Saturn, so right. now I must kill. Because it's like you had Debbie, and I feel like she was like the brains. Mm-hmm. And the other blonde kid, I don't even remember his he name. He was like literally their lackey. He, yeah, he was just like the brawn. And he, then uh, Curtis was like, yeah. He, he did like the dirty work. The trigger happy yeah. maniac. Of the of the three maniacs, yeah, because at different points she like throws them under the bus too. Debbie, yeah, she does. And they just go with it. <laughs> she gets she gets away in the end. Yeah, yeah. Deb, Deb, and then kills a uh, truck driver. I know. <laughs> now, okay, so with everything going on with the end and stuff or whatever, I could like I, I feel like the first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh. She convinces the mom that she actually didn't have any part in what was going on. And then watching it again last night, I was like, I, does the mom know and she just doesn't want to accept it? That's the vibe I got when they did yeah. the whole name, like the witness protection thing or not even that. It wasn't even like any official <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I got the vibe the mom knew but was like not about to acknowledge or decompress any of this like we're just gonna leave it we're gonna compartmentalize it and now you're Beth and now you're back so oh because was one like in like the third act Debbie kills the sister yeah through the glory hole (laughs) (laughs) snipes her with an arrow (laughs) snipes her she sniped her out like son of Sam style and I was laughing because, you know, the little girl, she's, like, sticking the arrow through the hole. And the sister sees it. And she like she's, like, bending down to look in the hole. And, like, you see, like, it's, like, the whole, like, lower half of her chin <laughs> is, like, level with the hole. And then she fires the arrow. And then, ah, oh, before you know it, she's, like, shot in the eye. <laughs> I'm like, what happened here? Physics. What's the, the aerodynamics? Well, physics clearly didn't happen here. Of this hole of the perv hole. Because, oh. <laughs> you know, my first thought when I see a hole in the wall is to get as close as humanly possible. <laughs> right? Just stick your eye right in there. Although that's one of the things we had at Scarehouse is I had to watch Craig's confession. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Through a glory hole. Through a glory hole. Talk more about that in October. Yeah, <clears throat> well, that'll, that's a fun story. Also, the sister's reaction when Judy Lethen character shows her the glory hole. She's like, oh, did you know your sister's been charging the neighborhood kids to, to watch you? And she's just like, ah, oh, man. I'm like, would you not have a bigger reaction? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Foiled again. Foiled again. Yeah, so she kills the dad. She kills the sister. Okay. I have a question for you. For me. Yeah. What the hell is the timeline here? (laughs) Because. See, that's the thing is I did not realize my first time watching this that the sheriff died on the same day that he talked to the students. Yeah. Like. Which is supposedly like a couple days before their birthday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they say like, oh, next week's our birthday. Right. So it's like, okay, is it Friday? Is it Thursday? Maybe Thursday? Which is. is week. Supposedly the very next day after the kids get murdered in the cemetery because the whole town knows 12 hours later that these kids are dead. That these kids who were buried are dead. (laughs) 
And then, so, so my question is like, okay, so the birthday party is coming up pretty soon, but somehow we have time for the funeral, for the burial. Oh, yeah, there's, there's two of the sheriff and the daughter. Yeah, there's two funerals. There's two funerals. In the span of what I can only birthday. assume is seven days at most. Right? At most. And so my question was like, what? what's happening here? <laughs> Is there another eclipse? Is there a time warp? <laughs> they fall into I, a portal. I couldn't figure that one out. They fell into a portal. I don't even know. How awesome were those yellow headphones, though, that she had? You know, I really do appreciate everything aesthetic about this time period. And it's part of the joys of watching... I mean, obviously you should watch original horror movies no matter what. But if you need another reason to... Go the for aesthetic. The, the clothes. The hair. What flew as acting in that time. <laughs> they played it very fast and loose. With a lot of filmmaking things sometimes. But I was actually talking about this last night. Um, specifically The Exorcist. Because my mom's like terrified of The Exorcist. Um, and I was saying I to her. Are. Yeah. And I was saying to her. I was like yeah. Like people are terrified of The Exorcist. You pull a 15 year old off the street today. Have them watch The Exorcist. They're not going to find it scary. So a lot of people don't want to go back and watch these like old 70s and 80s horror movies because they're like, oh, to me, they're not scary. But it's like, all right, shut that off and think about it in context of somebody watching it for the first time in, in the 70s and 80s, you know, because right. The Exorcist <clears throat> is the reason that The Conjuring exists and basically everything else demonic uh, yeah. and, and that sort of thing in the vein of like supernatural horror and stuff. So like, not that this is... I don't even know what emotion I'm supposed to get from this movie. <laughs> I wasn't sure. That's like kind of like what I was saying before. Like, it's weird. The tone of this movie is weird. Like, like something is off. Something's like missing from every it's scene. It's very much like it feels like it wants to be a dark comedy, but it also okay, like I could see that <clears throat> doesn't play itself like overtly humorous enough for that to pay off no like the things that i laugh at in this movie are not things that were like staged it's just like it's the way things happen it's just the way things happened yeah i don't i don't know what what it's supposed to be i know what i got out of it (laughs) i know i know what i think it's supposed to be i know what i think it's supposed to be but i don't know what it intended and there's, like, like nothing this- on it. You can't even, like, look it up because, like, nobody's seen it. Nobody's. I know. I There's so few people talk about it. Yeah. I think the first time I saw this movie, it was, it was actually, like, somewhat recent because it's such an obscure movie. Yeah. It's one of I feel like movies. I saw it maybe six or seven years ago, like, on Turner Classic Movies. Like, really late You know, one and it's night. one of those things that Chiller would play, because they play a lot of the weird, obscure yeah. films. Like, I don't feel... I feel like they never play anything, like, super mainstream. So no. I feel like this is very much something you would stumble upon by accident on Chiller. Definitely. And they, like, throwback Thursday, but they also have, like, a super loose definition of what is... This is a movie that would be... A, that would make a really good drive-in theater movie. Yeah. Like, this would be a movie that would really... Like, that would be fun to see... Like on a summer night with your friends, 
like with a couple beers or something or whatever, yeah. like a double feature. This is a, this is that's a, what this movie a is. Group effort. Film. Yeah, that's what this movie is. I feel like for me, um, it's not because there's not even really any gore in it whatsoever. Like, nope, nope. I would, and I, to be honest, I was hoping that some of those little kids would get pummeled. At the end, but our good girl, she stays a good girl, even in like the final fight scene. Yeah. She's not like fighting to hurt them, she's just fighting to like because she's doing her civic duty. And yeah, incapacitate. Miss Davis will flunk her for her credit if she murders the students. Miss Davis, yeah, she can't murder the students <laughs> when they're in the bedroom, they're in Beverly's bedroom, and the kid like shoots his way in. She picks up this giant fishbowl that's sitting right there and then just like throws the water on him not the fishbowl not, not the, the fishbowl she like sets that back down like not like, the projectile object fishbowl and wails it over the head she's not going to stun her her would-be assailant she's just going to like oh, surprise him with some water that was so funny it was and like her equivalent of spraying him like a cat like a spritz stop put that gun down stop don't do it <laughs> whatever happened with her boyfriend remember he shows up at the house yeah but i don't and, like we never he see just him kind of just walks off and we never see him <laughs> he was I cast mean, he i a credit i had to take a moment when i was watching it last night when he showed up because it was right after the scene in the van mm. where he shoots the couple that's, that they're fucking. Yeah. And I thought it was that. I, I thought it was the guy that had just been shot. I thought it was the same person. Everyone looks the same cast. in this movie. He was double cast. There's like, I feel like there was a time in the 80s where like, like in the 40s, like every actress sounded the same. I feel like in the 80s, just they the all looked person? the same. It was pre-Tatiana Maslany. They were like testing out the possibility right? of having one person play every single character. I don't even know, man. Ugh. The, um, the, what's her name? Our, our, our heroine. She's like very barbish. Joyce. Joyce. She She's is like barb. very barbish. She's, she's quite barbish. <laughs> Poor barb. Yeah, she's more barb than Laurie Strode. Yeah, she's not super useful. No. You know, the fishbowl incident as, <laughs> as, as evidence. She makes a lot of dumb decisions in this movie. Which I know is like a staple of slasher films because you're like, don't go in there. And like, they do it. But like... <laughs> Come on. First of all, the thing you're going to go for to throw at somebody in a bedroom is going to be the fishbowl for some reason. Okay, yeah. let's say you make that choice. For whatever reason, you're not going to use the entire instrument in your means of defense. You're simply going to empty the contents. Yep. At your would-be assailant. At your would-be assailant. And go from there. <laughs> oh man yeah that was too funny i did like though when she's got the one kid in the trunk after they've like won and then she just kicks it yeah. <laughs> i was like oh yeah that was a good moment uh the kids i couldn't figure out if the kids were good actors or not i kind of thought that like maybe they were being directed to just be really flat 
like because they don't have like emotion or empathy yeah, or I'm, whatever. But I wasn't sure. It's difficult because sometimes they seem like they were really trying to play up the smirky, like plotty stuff. But then when they opened their mouth or did anything, it was like very yeah. a line. And that's the thing, like. You have to be careful in your killer kid movies. Like, these kids were just annoying. Well, if you look at The Omen... Like, like, I don't think they were creepy. Like, like he's, You know, Damien is creepy. Yeah, he, like, he very much is emotionless the entire movie, but he's emotionless in such a way that it's, like, super-duper unsettling, like, right. and horrifying. Like, he manages to pull off, like, making you feel very threatened. I feel like these kids were supposed to make us feel threatened at different points. <laughs> I guess did not come. But it off. just kind of—they just kind of made me frustrated. Yeah. No, they were super annoying. Um, like that one kid in Stranger Things who's constantly yelling. Lucas. Lucas, the one who's always—he's he, so angry. He's so angry and mad at everyone all the time. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't get it. Um. I like that moment when they're in the junkyard and they like hijack the car. <laughs> To go after Joyce. Mm -hmm. And the one kid is wearing the bag over his head. Very town that dreaded sundown. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's a nice nod there. Yeah. Yeah, this is literally a hodgepodge of like... This is like, if this came out now, we would probably consider it like some kind of mockbuster or something. Yeah. Because it's just made up of so many other movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very much that film it that is. comes out the same time as the Disney film with a slightly altered title. <laughs> because it's literally Halloween and Town that Dreads Sundown and it's, you know. <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of the omen is in there. Yeah. Joseph Jaws. Yeah, because that's the thing too, is like this is fresh off the like demonic kids thing too with Rosemary's Baby and the omen that's and stuff. So I think they were trying to like dip their toes into the possibility of like child serial killer and yeah. this very obscure film just did not cut it. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, I guess they start out Halloween with a little bit of like, because Michael, like it starts out with Michael murdering when he his sister his when he's sister. a kid, right. but then the rest of it is him as an adult. So I think this was somebody's attempt at doing yeah. a, a child serial killer. And they even kind of do, you know, we were talking before how like their, their scene on the street and stuff is very, like they took it from Halloween. Yeah. Um, I think their opening scene is kind of similar too. Like when they're in the graveyard, we get that brief moment where we are in the POV yeah. of the killer. Yeah. Cause he's like, yeah. And we follow them past the tombstones to the, you know, open grave sex. And um, so that kind of reminded me of that Nothing, too. You know, get you, get you more ready to go than banging in a grave. <laughs> not that, not that Halloween was the first time we were in the killer's point point of view that just that it's the most tom. well recognized yeah peeping tom 1960 yep 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 so uh, this movie has a great poster it does with the cake and the fingers yeah. even though again it's not gory I, at all like that's no advertising nobody's nobody's fingers get cut off at any point yeah. but you know that's like that's like classic 80s like yeah slasher posters Showing you things that don't actually happen in the movie. They just look really cool. Yeah. Well, it's like how they put um, What's-Her-Face on the cover of all the Scream posters, and she's in the movie for literally ten minutes, and then gets killed off. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, yeah. Yeah, because she was like the poster girl for Scream. 
Have I told you that Mr. Eric hates Drew Barrymore? <laughs> you know, I knew it in my heart. <laughs> I was like, you know, I wasn't thinking. I'm pretty sure Eric hates Drew Barrymore. Burning passion of a thousand suns. And what did he do to her? I don't know. What did she do to him? Like, I was just kind of like, I don't know. We were just sitting there once, and he was just like, I hate Drew Barrymore. I think we were talking about Scream. And I was just like, <laughs> I just okay. thought he like blurted it in the middle of like Big Brother or something, and I'm like, okay, why? He was like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, Margot. <laughs> I was like, sure, sure. Oh, Let boy. me call up Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker for you. <laughs> Stu Mocker and Billy Loomis. Oh, okay. So that's about all I have to say about Bloody Birthday. Yeah, he's kicked this thing bloody. Yeah. <laughs> It's very much a lazy afternoon gem. Yes, film. I agree. It's there's, fun. there's absolutely nothing scary about it. No. But it's fun. <laughs> I, w- watch it with friends. Yeah. And alcohol, and you'll probably have a pretty good time. Maybe we can, I don't know, we'll figure out a... There's not even, like, a way to do, like, a drinking game with it, because it's, like... Uh, right? It's too weird for that. Yeah. I don't even know what it would be. But yeah, the Drink other every time you see knee socks, <laughs> boy, or shoulder pads, <laughs> or those yellow headphones. No, those deserve a shot. Those do deserve a shot. You deserve a shot after seeing them. What you was the other one you suggested? Happy birthday to me. Birthday. Yeah, also really good. Maybe that'll be next year's birthday. <laughs> next year's birthday episode birthday episode yeah because there's not really many birthday themed uh horror yeah. films you got christmas you got um, Patrick's easter day. new year's day saint patrick's day halloween fourth of july uh fourth of july what yeah. else not much else i guess yeah uh, you know, but at this point, there's probably, there's, I think every holiday has a calendar killer. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, there's Unhappy Birthday. I remember that from a couple years ago. <laughs> so, so terrible. <laughs> In a different way that this In is In a terrible. different way that this one. This is This is terrible. fun, terrible. This is fun, terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all I've got on Bloody Birthday. That's all I've got. So... It is on YouTube, but if you just want to watch the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have a link up. Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll close it out. Sign off for now. Yeah. It's our birthday. It's our birthday. Hopefully it ends. Actually, you know what? No, this could be a fun way to celebrate. (laughs) I was going to say, hopefully it ends differently than this, but... (laughs) That could be fun. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be some horror um, involved. You know. I'm sure we'll have a story or two for you listeners in episode six. But uh, we'll see. We're just, you know, it's making it to last call and then making it in the Uber home. And then making it in the Uber home. Once that happens, we're good. I can't wait for the advent of the horror movies that utilize, like, Uber and like oh. stuff like that, like the like an Uber killer or something. You know, there's going to be an Uber killer one. Yeah, who like Not signs watch up to shit out of it. to be an Uber driver, and it's like some dinky Canadian independent like yep. student mm. film. 
And you know it's going to be POV because it's going to be his like dashboard cam or something. <laughs> and it's just going to be on how he picks people up and murders oh them. Oh my god. Yep, We're going to have a com- Kickstarter for it. We're making it. <sighs> Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, social media, if I can remember yes. them all. So uh, follow us on Twitter at splatterchatter669 minus six, the vowels. 666. Six, six. Ha, I lied. 666. Six, six. Mm-hmm. 669 will be coming later. Um, minus the vowels, if that is too much work for you to type out, just search Splatter Chatter in the Twitter search box and you will find it. Um, Splatter Chatter 669 is the Gmail. Um, the blogspot uh, address is splatterchatter666.blogspot.com. Uh, the Tumblr is splatterchatter.tumblr.com because that was apparently the only one where we could actually get Splatter Chatter. Where we could just get Splatter Chatter. Um, but yeah. If you're out there, if you're listening and you're the other person that has just Splatter Chatter on Twitter and Blogspot, fuck you. Yeah. Although, to be fair, just kidding. We, we love that you're listening. We did have Splatter Chatter 666 and then we fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was one my, was on us. That was on us. <laughs> but the other ones, you just have Splatter Chatter. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, review us on iTunes, give us a rating on iTunes, let us know you exist. I know you do because I've seen, like, I see the downloads, I see they're happening, I can see that we've got followers on SoundCloud and a couple on Twitter. Well, more than a couple so on Twitter. what you did last night. But <laughs> much like Pen Pal, we have Polaroids. Mm-hmm. We post them up. We post them up. In our rooms. Well, your rooms. Our rooms down. <laughs> anyway um so yeah and we're still looking for our inaugural drunk yes drunk uh suggestions. we have two so far yeah we yes we do from our friends but we've one of them we've both seen and then one of them i've seen mel has and we're, we're trying to find for, one that we're looking for something that neither that neither not, of us have yeah. seen which something is really gonna sh- be tough but I think it's it's possible. And I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we've looked at the same things on Netflix and said, I'll watch that one day and haven't. And haven't. Um, so feel free or just say hi, what have you. All but, right, um, yeah. Toss happy birthday. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, yeah, we'll, we're planning some fun stuff for October. Mm-hmm. Some Halloween oh. stuff. And we are yeah. still trying to figure out what we're doing for Halloween. Um, whether we are hauling it back to Scarehouse, um, doing our little trifecta in Philadelphia, or checking out DC's uh, Halloween scene, because we haven't done that before. Um, how did, I know Pittsburgh has one, and I think DC has one, the like Nightmare on Insert Street here bar crawl. Yes. Pittsburgh's is Nightmare on Ellsworth, I think. Yeah, but they call it Hellsworth. Hellsworth. That's what I got the email. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, and then um, I think the DC one, at least the one I saw was Nightmare on H Street. Like, I think it's a street that's just... H Street is yeah. really Yeah. And there's a shit ton of bars. <laughs> it's indeed a nightmare. So, yeah. yeah. We... Shall return to you with more fun. Yeah, stuff. I don't think we know what we're doing next. We but never again, do. We usually don't. We never we say just that. We kind of know what we're doing in the general future. In the in the abstract sense. So there's more to come. We so. will figure it out. We will talk to you guys post birthday. Post one year later. <laughs> no, post this birthday. Post this birthday. Yeah. The conclusion of one year later. Yeah. So. 
yeah, so uh, adios, au revoir, das vidanya. <laughs>